Welcome to 5 Minutes with John and Renee Laser, the co-founders of Laser's Ladybug Society, aiding mental health education and treatment. Thank you both for joining us. Yeah, Absolutely, Jim. Our pleasure. It's good to see both of you. Um, it, we've got a lot to talk about here. This is a fascinating and interesting topic. It affects every household in some fashion, one way or the other, whether it's an immediate family member, uh, it's a friend or a colleague at work, whatever it is, this is something that we need to talk about. It needs to be out in, in public more. And that's what you two are doing. You're doing a great job. And we wanted to give you this opportunity, this platform to talk more about it, get this information out in front of the public. So uh, let's, let's start with, um, where this started, because everything has a beginning, and um, give us a give us an idea of what prompted this, and um, build the build the picture out for everybody. Yeah, I think I've said and answered that question a lot, and I usually use my dad's passing, Mark, back in mm -hmm. September of 2019, as kind of the flashpoint. But honestly, for me, it started. A long time before that, our family was heavily involved in the conversation surrounding mental health, both of my parents, my dad before he passed, and my mom still actually just released a book about overcoming trauma. That were, Those were conversations we were having when I was as young as four, five, six years old. So it was always a part of your life. And as I've talked about and as I've found in my life, I think a lot of times when you have openness in your household, you discover things a lot earlier. And that's not necessarily always a great thing because then you kind of know what you're dealing with earlier. So I uh, always had been not omnipresent, but a presence in my life. And my dad was someone and my mom is as well, who has a wealth of talent and a wealth of opportunity to share things and share messages and help people's lives that I felt I inherited from them and genetically had, had been passed on to. Obviously, I use those in a different way, uh, rising in the sports casting industry and sports as a whole. And I, and I got to the point where I still want to do that. I still will do that. I, I love athletics. Sports is still a massive part of both of our lives. But at the same time, I said, I'm still relatively young at 42. Now's the time if we're going to take action to get in the game, as we say, and, and see if we can't have more of a profound impact than just a touchdown call. Let's talk about ladybugs because uh, there's a lot behind that. And uh, this is something that I know, again, you've talked a lot about and, and explained, but go ahead and explain it for a brand new audience and tell us what that means. Well, we chose the ladybugs uh, just because they're tied with a, a bunch of symbolism. And for me, it was kind of something silly. I, I had an inside joke with my sister when she had uh, her first daughter born and I used to buy her the my first niece, you know, all this ladybug stuff. And I didn't really know why. I just thought it was cute. And then when I was at a crossroads in my life, I remember noticing a bunch of ladybugs and I asked my sister, I was like, is the baby talking about me like she was only two years old at the time I'm like why you know why am I seeing ladybugs and she found all this deep meaning to it that you know they're they're good luck but they're also you know God's way of saying 
hey, you're going in the right direction. Like you can leave your warriors behind and be optimistic about the future. So the short answer is they symbolize, you know, luck, grace, and hope. And that's really what we want to put forth with our foundation. And you also, when you have the ladybugs, Jim, you want something that is easily identifiable. It doesn't have anything to do with lasers. The alliteration was nice, but ultimately we want something simple to signify an alliance with not just the conversation and the recognition, but the effort uh, to make people's lives better. And our hope is in the years to come, people will see the ladybug and think all the things Renee just said, uh, but also think that's a person that understands that mental health struggles are real. So you started with Central Virginia, started reaching out into Eastern Virginia. What are the plans? Yeah, it did get started in Southwest Virginia, of course, during our time in Blacksburg at Virginia Tech with the Clean Mountain Air Initiative and the overwhelming response to that, which has carried with us to this. Again, another one of those mile markers along the way that showcased to us what was possible. Now we've moved back to Richmond, which is where I lived for six years where we met uh, working in baseball back in 2011, where we had the community and we felt like we had the infrastructure in terms of our network and some of the people that we know here that can help us advance what we want to do, which is be event-based. We want to be fun. We want to have inclusive events. We want to have them in a fun way while we're tackling a serious issue. And this was the best place for that to happen. And that's why we've been able to be nimble and move quickly to this point. Uh, we're already in one school district here in terms of our direct donation off our first event. Uh, our plan is in the not too distant future to expand into the other school districts within this Richmond community, spread it out to Virginia, and then optimistically we hope that once we have that model in place and we can show this works and here is the impact that it's having on young people's lives and here are the events that will foster sister organizations or brother organizations as it were in other regions of the country and it drops the lasers and just becomes the ladybug society. Speaking of the sports, uh, Renee, were you going to throw something else in there? Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure uh, you were talking about the sports part of it. Uh, I know that you've had pickleball. You're getting ready to have a kickball event, which is September 24th. And um, so if people want to have a team, how are they going to get involved in this event? You can check our website, which is lasersladybug.org. And under the events page, we have um, our upcoming events listed. So next up is obviously our, our kickball tournament, like you mentioned, on September 24th. And then we are also going to do um, a miniature golf tournament in October. Uh, but we are now accepting signups for teams. So it's going to be teams of minimum of 10, maximum of 12. You can pick your team name um, and sign up as a group. And yeah. Well, one bit of cleanup, it's lasersladybugs.org, oh, uh, but it's a recently fresh website, so we're still <laughs> learning exactly what it was. We just launched that last week, but Renee's absolutely right. You can go there, go to events. Uh, if you follow us, the Ladybugs or myself or Renee, you'll certainly see it on our social media as well. Um, but as she mentioned, it's going to be an awesome event. What we really hope it is, is people that want to rep the Hokies or the Who's or the Rams or the Spiders or the Dukes or the Monarchs or the Tribe or whoever the case may be, a high school, your workplace, uh, will come on out and we'll have some fun competition. We'll, of course, have food and festival and all of those things surrounding it. I would encourage people to, if you're interested, sign up quickly because it's going to be a one-day event. So we'll limit it to the first 16 teams. Uh, Pickleball got to the max uh, number of 
of competitors, which was awesome. We'll expand that next year. As Renee mentioned, miniature golf is in honor of my dad. I'll write a blog about that next week to explain the significance. And then, of course, uh, wouldn't be Virginia if we didn't have cornhole tournaments. We're doing that in December, too. I have nothing to add to that whatsoever. <laughs> give it, give uh, one more time. That website is? Uh, it's lasersladybugs.org. And of course, the important thing is lasers, two A's. Okay, there we go. Hey, um, now let's let's get into something a little more serious here. And this is something that I saw as a, uh, a volunteer EMT. Um, we would always get notifications from Virginia Department of Health uh, when there was an uptick in suicide. And we're seeing an uptick in suicide among youth. Um, very disturbing. And there's a lot of reasons for it. Um, address this aspect of, of what we're all dealing with and is, is very disturbing. Well, I think like a lot of things that you see societally, Jim, it's a result of a domino effect. And the first domino that has fallen is decades of complacency and in a lot of cases, denial that these mental health struggles exist and also the root cause of those. You know, in my case, it was an abuse history when I was a child. Uh, in Renee's case, it was an abusive relationship later on. It doesn't even have to have a trigger nearly as substantial as that. It can just be brain chemistry or any of those types of things. Uh, and it wasn't a malicious complacency in terms of not dealing with it. It was just we didn't understand and we didn't necessarily know and it wasn't broad based accepted. And now that it is at this point, not to the level that we'd like, but it's moving in that direction in terms of the conversation and the recognition, particularly with some of the public figures that have really raised the awareness for that. However, it's too late in the case of a number of people because those issues came into their lives when they were young people. And unfortunately, rather than nurturing good things throughout the course of their adolescence, that negativity got worse and worse and worse to the point that they felt like they no longer wanted to be here. So that's where we come in. That's where we hope a lot of people like us will come in. Uh, we have the phrase that we say we want to water the roots rather than the leaves and, and the leaves being adults like us where you're dealing with symptoms rather than cause. Uh, we can get into the elementary schools, middle schools, and identify some of those problems when they're minor. Mental, just like physical, same thing. If you can catch it early, uh, you have a much better success rate. Mm -hmm. Renee, share, share some thoughts because I, I know I could just tell that you have something you're gonna you're gonna throw in here. I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, and it is scary seeing the if you look at the numbers of you're right the suicide attempts, and sometimes it's just. Um, self-harm that goes a little bit too far and maybe that teen isn't trying to you know end their life but they could if they you know take it to that next level and I never want to be the you know curmudgeon to blame social media but that certainly does play a part in it like can you imagine if you know thank god I didn't have it when I was in high school but can you imagine being you know rejected by someone you had a crush on or your friends didn't invite you out and then if you're at home and you know see them dancing or partying on Instagram or, or TikTok so it's very two-sided uh, well there's you know there's the good and the bad to it that it can include you, but can also make you feel excluded. Um, so kids are just dealing with a completely different life than what we knew as high school students. So it's hard to compare it. And also, that's also the flip side that, you know, you're seeing the spike in it because we are noticing these things more. Um, another flip side of social media and the 24-hour, you know, all-access news, like you're becoming more aware of these situations. So it's, 
it certainly has gotten worse because youth today are dealing with issues that we didn't have to deal with. And we are coming off a pandemic, which was awful for pretty much everybody. And then for a younger kid who's, you know, sees their mom and dad being, you know, furloughed or stressed out or, you know, just all the hostility there was in not just our country, our world at the time. Um, it's, it's a lot to process. So we've certainly thrown a lot on our youth and now we're seeing it, you know, come out in a kind of scary way. Um, so yeah, we just felt like it makes, like John said, what are the roots and, and not the leaves. Um, let's see if we can help these kids before they develop, you know, bad habits, like, alcohol and self-harm and drug use and, and things like that. The worst thing for a mind that is troubled is idle time. And you've heard that, you know, idle hands are the devil's workshop. And that goes back a long, long time. Well, we had a lot of idle time. And as Renee was pointing out, not just to think, but also to witness some behaviors within ourselves and our families and those that were around us uh, more frequently that maybe we hadn't observed before. And the staggering number of that Jim, is the number of young people that have reached out and asked for help, mental health. It was already at a crisis point in 2019, and it tripled in 2020. I, I always hate to say that because I don't want to be an alarmist, uh, but the bottom line is it's alarming. That is alarming, to, to say the least. Now, um, you briefly alluded to this, John, and um, so we'll, we'll get a little further into this. Um, there is, There are more and more athletes who are, are stepping forward and discussing discussing their depression, among other things, um, and, and other things that, that both of you have sort of alluded to contribute to these things. Depression is something that I think is uh, far more prevalent among people. Uh, I, will, I will say that I dealt with mine. Uh, you were talking about the loss of your father. I lost my, both my parents within six months. And that, you know, slammed me. So it was, it, it you know, and I, I saw that I recognized it, fortunately. And, um, but that's the sort of thing right there that I think that as a society, we tend to look past or don't know how to deal with it uh, or, or, or don't look in the mirror and say, hey, I, I can be susceptible to this as well. So tell us, both of you, if you would, some of the things that, that you've seen and how people uh, are impacted, adults and also kids, um, and, and what they can do to, to sort of move forward and, and find uh, healing. Well, I think in a lot of cases, we look at depression and we look at it as a wholesale disease and that person is depressed or I'm depressed and it has to define you or define them. And that's just not the case. I like to be as open as I possibly could about it when I was the voice of the Hokies or before that, the voice of 19 other things leading up to that place, because I'm the voice of the Hokies. Being depressed doesn't change that. You're not going to hear it or see it when I'm on the air or on the screen unless I want to show it to you. But if you were my friend or you were someone that was in my circle or you were Renee, you were going to see it on a somewhat daily basis. It doesn't have to be crippling. It doesn't have to 
take me off of my game or not allow me to do what I wanted to do, but it was omnipresent. And then as you go through life, I hate to say it this way, we have accomplishment, but as you get older, you lose things. You know, I lost my hair and that was depressing. (laughs) You know, you make a joke about it, but you lose people. You may get divorced. You may lose a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever the case may be. You may lose your identity. Uh, And in our case, you lose your parents, which is an inevitability of life. And it just becomes harder and harder if you're not actively taking a role in your own mental health. For me, Jim, I'll say the biggest thing that I do is I just got back actually, you know, going for a run, doing something that gets the heart pumping, working out. I know it's the old school method, but it really honestly works. It gets you outside, uh, talking with people, being around people. Uh, I like, you know, right now I'm training for the pro pickleball tour. Renee's going to make a face right now because she doesn't think it's realistic. Who cares? I enjoy it and it's something new and it's a challenge for me and it's something to think about why I'm going to bed. Uh, other than those other negative things. So just do things that you enjoy and and don't worry about whether or not people think it's right that you enjoy them. So Renee, I just want to say something. When when he comes home and he has this huge trophy. And, and he has, <laughs> I already have a medal, Jim. It's from my own tournament, but I have it. And, and he has <laughs> he has media parked outside wanting, you know, paparazzi wanting to get interviews with him because he is the pickleball king. Uh you will then. then. I'll concede. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But not until that moment. Not, not, in, not a minute before. <laughs> um, no, what I would add to that is um, I'm from the Northeast, so we grew up with very, you know, rub some dirt on it mentality. Um, and yes, I, I did grow up in a loving family and, and things like that. But, you know, if you were sad, it's, you know, like, oh, it's so much worse for this person or that person. Like you're, you're lucky that you have, you know, loving family, roof over your head, which is all true. But if you are, you know, depressed, sometimes it's, it still kind of gets you to the core. Um, so I always kind of recommend if um, I hope everyone has someone in their life that they can talk to a positive influence, whether it is a parent, a best friend, um, if you can't get to a licensed counselor, which I know, especially now is difficult, just having someone that you trust to know that it's okay to not be okay. Sometimes you do just need to cry. You know, everyone does need to find their outlets and you're right going for a run. If it's John's, if that helps him feel better in a day, you've got to find what a nice, healthy alternative, maybe for some people it's baking, maybe it's, it's painting, maybe it's drawing, you know, whatever you can find, um, as that positive, healthy outlet. That's kind of what we're looking for. Uh, so many things that, that, that you can do. Uh, one thing that helps me is talking with people such as yourself is just an opportunity to, as John was sort of saying a few moments ago, just, uh, interacting with other people is, okay. is very important. I, I think that is a, a healthy step. And, and I, I can tell that John is because both of us are broadcasters. I don't know your background enough, Renee, but I can tell you right now, we're both very outgoing. So it's in our nature. So we haven't met a stranger anywhere we go. So I'm sure that you've noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's not a bad thing. It's not yeah. a bad thing at all. Um, so give us a, give an idea as to uh, what's, what's coming up next that, uh, you know, if people want to, you know, reach out to you and, and volunteer or just talk with you uh, and find out more about what's going on um, and want to be supportive. 
Yeah, the best place to go, like you did, Jim, was to our website. Again, it's lasersladybugs.org, and there you have the contact page. That actually comes straight to us. It says info, but it's actually coming right to us at this point because it's just us. We're very uh, hands-on at this level. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've also got the volunteer page there, and you can write a little bit about yourself and you know how you want to get involved, at what level you want to get involved. We can use all the help that we can get, whether that be event volunteers or people to be there and sell t-shirts or join us and, you know, offer their talents and skills and their stories and their experiences are, are a big part of that too. Eventually we want to have a community or a society as it were, you know, represented there in terms of people that we know are, are like-minded and uh, also working towards the same cause in terms of what's physically next. Like we mentioned the events, the kickball RBA kickball clash on September 24th registration already open for that. Uh, the lasers legacy mini golf, classic lasers ladybug excuse me mini golf classic will be october 10th we're looking at either december 3rd or 10th for cornhole then we're going to host a huge three-on-three tournament in april uh here just outside of richmond which is going to be awesome that's going to be a community celebration uh we're doubling the size of pickleball to four-day event next june uh i'm writing a screenplay renee is writing a blog we're both launching a podcast um here in the next week or so we just moved into our office space today uh we've got the shirts for sale so it's been busy but it's been busy in an awesome way as you as you really see you know not the society come to life but the people that migrate to it uh and want to be a part of it excellent renee yeah, I was just going to say, we also, if people want to reach out, we, we're still in the learning phase. So we're trying to have as many conversations and, and learn as much as we can about, you know, people's struggles, how they deal with it, what they've learned, what they've come away from. So we're always open to communication and, you know, whether it's meeting for coffee or, you know, podcasts, whatever it may be, um, we, we love the conversations and, and just getting to know our area and the community. So definitely reaching out in, in any way, whether it is through the website or any of our social media. We'll certainly have both of you back on in the future because we want to continue this conversation. That's the best way to get this information out and to to uh, spread the word. Um, a little more than five minutes. So five minutes <laughs> with John and Renee Laser, the co-founders yeah, <laughs> of Lasers Ladybug Society. Um, thank you so much, both of you, for taking a few moments out of your day to to talk with us and share some information that I think everybody needs to have in hand. Jim, thanks so much for reaching out, man. You've always been supportive of me and it's fun to bring Renee into this and uh, bring people into the conversation. We look forward to doing it again. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it.